Salutations! Welcome to Spiritual Blitherings, Philosophical Ponderings, and Everything Ramblings at the Hopeful Humanist Cafe. This is a Just Some Guy production, and I'm that guy, your host, Steve, the Hopeful Humanist. Today we're going to talk about ideas and flow, the good life, and resources for our spiritual toolbox. Do you have or are you experiencing this thing that we might call spring fever? I think it's about seven days ago, uh, we had uh, the vernal equinox that greeted us. So we are officially into spring, and that's exciting for me. It's really exciting. It's kind of like I'm falling in love with the season. And uh, it's a much needed welcoming, as I found uh, my creative energies were lying dormant for a period of time. So in terms of spring fever, and I want to give uh, some acknowledgement to GP Chat. I've been experimenting with it. Um, I have mixed feelings about it. Uh, but yeah, so GP Chat suggests that uh, spring fever means uh, feeling restless, excited, or generally more energized than usual as the weather starts to warm up and flowers begin to bloom. This term is often used to describe the feelings of joy and rejuvenation that many people experience during the se uh, spring season, especially after a long, cold winter. It's associated with feelings of happiness, excitement, and a renewed sense of motivation. And that's something I can definitely relate to. People may feel more inclined to go outside, enjoy nature, take up hobbies or interests, and perhaps even start new exercise routines. Uh, to complement um, this information that I, I collected from GP Chat, uh, I have a, a quote from Leo Tolstoy. And it's a short one, but I, I like it. I think it's powerful. Spring is the time of plans and projects. I definitely feel that's the case for me. I feel like there was a period of time when the days were long uh, in terms of darkness and cold that uh, I wasn't feeling as motivated or as energized as I was feeling that I should be. And with the arrival of the vernal equinox, uh, the uh, proportion of night today is equal. And it's exciting because I think every day we get one more minute of light and I look forward to the arrival in June of the summer solstice. So there's a lot of wonderful things that uh, we can experience with the arrival of spring. But before I get there, um, I just want to acknowledge uh, that uh, I read uh, some thoughts to you uh, about spring fever from ChatGPT. So I want to acknowledge the source, right? When we, when we collect information from places and the information doesn't belong to us or we didn't construct it, or created. I think it's really important in terms of trust, in terms of you know the pursuit of knowledge and having honest conversations that we identify our sources. And so I did a little bit of research and I want to uh, explore how do you how would you source information that you received from uh, ChatGPT. So it would be uh, OpenAI uh, period and in uh, quotations response generated by ChatGPT dot, end of quotations. It's a chat log. 
and it was accessed on March 23rd, um, and it was based on a question that I asked. Um, well, a number of different questions that I asked, and I think that whenever you're sourcing it, it's probably interesting and, and helpful for uh, people that might be referring to the information that you're sharing that you that was generated through the uh, language program to share with them the stimulus question. And so I'm, I'm hoping that I'll be able to do that in my show notes in terms of any information that I might have collected. Um, that, it, you know, just for the, the sake of transparency, you know, just being open, honest, and transparent. So, you know, what are my intentions in terms of this particular episode? I think a lot of us got a lot on our plates. Uh, we're busy. We're feeling overwhelmed. I mean, when I talk to lots of different people uh, doing different things, there seems to be a common thread uh, that people are tired. They feel like uh, they're being pulled in many directions by various different greedy institutions, you know, work and school and home ownership, and that we're, we're exhausted and, and we're depleted. And I think because of that, it would be really easy for us to lose sight of an opportunity and the opportunity that we have before us is you know the arrival of spring and i think that you know sometimes we're experiencing something and if we're if we're fortunate when we're experiencing whatever it is that might uh, resemble the you know what we might call or maslow would call like a peak experience where you kind of lose track of time and you're immersed in the experience and there's kind of a you can't really have this uh, separation of self from the experience. It seems like it's, it's a unity. Uh, when, when we have those opportunities and we can kind of, in a sense, step back and acknowledge like something magical and beautiful is happening, um, that's what in uh, positive psychology they would call savoring. And I just don't want to lose the opportunity myself and I want to invite others to not only recognize that you know spring is here but as we continue to be busy with the business of life that we take a moment to really savor it just savor it so you know in terms of the arrival of spring some of the things i'm noticing right now uh, the 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 days are longer in, in terms of the amount of light that we have um, we're anticipating warmer weather uh, the weather is keeping us guessing you know we can have uh, these unexpected storms that come in and it seems like winter is just not willing to completely let go. Even now this morning when I woke up there was some frost on the ground and there are in, in terms of the the green area um, there's large patches of snow kind of like these icebergs that are slowly retreating with the thaw uh, which is exciting. Uh, there's the arrival of uh, birds that are singing and there's uh, just an energy in the air. And I, I'm just so happy that I'm, I'm able to have this moment. And uh, right now I'm uh, having this discussion with you from my shed, uh, which I have, uh, I think aptly named uh, Walden. Uh, it's been, the, the name has been inspired by Henry David Thoreau, who wrote a book called Walden. And uh, the, the dimensions of, of my shed are, uh, eight feet by uh, ten and a half feet. Uh, in terms of comparing it to Henry David Thoreau's cabin uh, along uh, Walden Pond in Concord, uh, in, in terms of the United States, uh, it was ten feet by fifteen feet, 
and eight feet high. And mine uh, has a cluster of things in here that don't really make it that comfortable. But uh, in terms of the simplified existence that Henry David Thoreau was foraging for himself for two years, two months, and two days uh, at Walden, alongside Walden Pond, uh, it was uh, a room with uh, not much uh, other than perhaps uh, a table, a desk, a bed, and uh, three chairs. And, and he said the, the chairs were one for solitude, two for friendship, and three for society. And if, and if he had visitors that were more than the number of three, uh, they were left having to stand. And he said, but it always felt comfortable nonetheless. And so in terms of my intentions, I just want to invite people in terms of you know, recognizing that we all have things on our plate, that spring is here. And if you can, uh, to be able to step outside the business of the moment, maybe to go outside. I'm just opening the door to my shed. And uh, just even doing that, there's an immediate um, welcoming blast of sunlight. Uh, I can notice a uh, squirrel scurrying in the trees and a uh, bird just flew by, I'm not sure what kind of bird, and there's uh, a lot of activity. As I said, there's kind of chunks of snow covering different parts of the lawn, but it's, uh, it's slowly melting. The air is fresh and vibrant. There's a scent and an energy, and it's just incredible and joyous. Uh, I feel energized by it. So, you know, in terms of, once again, my intentions, it would be like perhaps just taking a moment and stepping outside and taking it all in. And in, in terms of savoring, it's just an invitation to be fully present in the moment, uh, just to absorb and enjoy and notice that you're enjoying the moment. I think it's important for gratitude. I think it's important for self-care. And I mean, there are these joyful experiences that other people capture in terms of their writing uh, in response to the arrival of, of spring. I have something here um, from Henry David Thoreau uh, from his book Walden. And I'm uh, just going to read two quotes here. He said, One attraction in coming to the woods to live was that I should have leisure and opportunity to see the spring come in. Right? He was saying one of the reasons I wanted to go and live out in nature and to be connected uh, simply because he would be able to experience the arrival of spring. And uh, there's this kind of rich description that he has uh, in terms of uh, spring's arrival. At the approach of spring, the red squirrels got under my, my house, two at a time, directly under my feet as I sat reading or writing and kept up the queerest chuckling and chirping and vocal pirouetting and gurgling sounds that ever were made or that were ever heard. And when I stamped, they only chirruped the louder, as if past all fear and respect in their mad pranks, defying humanity to stop them. No, you don't. Chickaree, chickaree. They were wholly deaf to my arguments or failed to perceive their force and fell into a strain of invective that was irresistible. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. Just being in the moment, enjoying it, stepping away from the, the, all the things on our plate. I think we all have, I imagine, a shirt. And on the shirt, uh, the uh, idea would be one good book. 
or one good poem. I think that this is the time of year when if we are able to step away and get outside and enjoy the outdoors and we just sit and savor that we might find a poem rises up in us and it might just capture this moment in a savoring way and be something that we could share with one another. So I, I would invite uh, you to think about you know, writing a poem to capture something. For me, the thing I very much enjoy about spring uh, will be the arrival of dandelions. I know that uh, for some, uh, it's almost like they're uh, in a state of war with the dandelions. But dandelions are like uh, a galaxy of suns that are sprouting from our lawns. Uh, just incredible. There's a number of just wonderful benefits that we can get from uh, the dandelion. And uh, once again, I guess I'll have to uh, give some acknowledgement to uh, ChatGPT. I mean, the, the information I collected here about, uh, you know, what are the benefits, uh, the many benefits of dandelions, you could, you could get through any kind of Google search. So I don't know how much this, you know, this, this information kind of doesn't, doesn't belong to ChatGPT. Um, but they identified that uh, there are kind of four different benefits that we might all have uh, be able to experience because of the dandelion. Uh, number one, they've identified that they're nutritious. Dandelions are packed with nutrients, including vitamin A, C, and K, as well as minerals such as iron, calcium, and potassium. You can eat them raw or you can cook them, and they can be used uh, for uh, medicinal herbs in some cultures. Uh, this one is a big one, uh, number two, and uh, it kind of uh, relates to why in May, uh, my wife and myself, uh, we, we won't mow our lawns in May, no mow May, because uh, we want to help the pollinators. So um, the number two benefit is uh, pollinators. Dandelions are an important source, uh, food source for bees and other pollinators. They produce nectar and pollen early in the season when other plants may not be yet blooming. Uh, soil health, uh, another reason maybe to uh, participate in the No Mow May uh, movement. I'm not uh, suggesting or pressuring or judging or coercing. I'm just saying it's something that makes sense to me. Uh, dandelion roots help improve soil health by aerating compact soil and pulling up nutrients from deep in the ground, making them available to other plants. The leaves also add organic matter when uh, they decompose. And lastly, aesthetics. While for many it's considered a weed, uh, dandelions have bright yellow flowers and can add a pop of color to lawns and gardens. So I, I'm very much appreciative of the dandelion. And I'm looking forward to that yellow time of year uh, around uh, May when, when they come and they um, just uh, brighten the lawn uh, with their yellow galactic suns that they become. and. Uh, you know, it's even interesting to think about experimenting with uh, eating, having a dandelion salad or just eating one um, uh, to en enjoy uh, the, the many health benefits that might come with them. So I'm not drinking a dandelion tea right now. If I was, uh, that would be uh, just making the, the moment that much more magical. I'm, I'm having some chamomile tea, which is just as wonderful and just as delicious. So, to bring attention to spring, to invite uh, listeners to savor, 
Also, I guess another intention is that uh, I'm, I'm thinking about the books I've been reading lately. I've been reading a lot of uh, existentialist books. I've been reading, uh, I read uh, The Fall by Albert Camus. And, and I don't necessarily think he saw himself as an existentialist, kind of more of an absurdist. Um, and then Nausea by Jean-Paul Sartre. I also picked up uh, The Age of Reason once again. But uh, there are some books when I find that life might get heavy and I might uh, rediscover uh, that it's hard to be healthy in this world. I guess which is one of, you know, a recognition of one of the noble truths that life is full of suffering. Um, there are things though that when I read them help me realize that uh, the overcoming of suffering might be, be possible. And I go back to some books. Uh, one is a book that I discovered a, a number of years ago and it's called Awakening the, Awakening the Buddha Within by Lama Suri Das. But recently I read and have reread and listened to it in audio version um, as well, Walden and also um, on the duty of civil disobedience. I would think that the two of them are uh, critical reading sources for me in terms of you know, if there is this thing called enlightenment and if, if it is possible for me to have it, if it is possible for you to have it, it kind of feels like these are the books that might bring us there. You know, while there's a springtime outside of us in the world around us in nature, um, there's also a springtime within us and an opportunity to grow and blossom internally in spiritual ways. And uh, these books I find are very important um, for that uh, inner uh, spring um, uh, time and uh, what, I, what, I, what I have discovered is that uh, you know having my own copy paperback copy of Walden is uh, the ideal um, some people maybe perhaps for whatever reasons uh, you might not be able to access uh, your local library or you might not be able to afford the purchase of a new book um, but there is this thing called Libra LibraVox LibraVox or LibraVox, LibraVox. Um, in the show notes, I'm sure I'm going to get it right. And uh, there are a number of volunteer readers. Um, and so in terms of Walden, the book that I have, it's all dog-eared and torn in places, but you know that's the way I like it. It's, it, it suggests to me that um, an, a, a real engaged relationship exists between me and this book. But uh, if, you, if you go on YouTube you can access um, readers uh, who have volunteered time to take a chapter from Walden and make it accessible for each and every one of us. And I've listened to the book a number of times, uh, the different chapters, over and over. And I'm finding myself especially drawn right now to the second last chapter called Spring. And as it is spring, it just seems to be a wonderful uh, complement to the experience that we're having right now with the um, the arrival of this time of change as uh, it seems like um, there's going to be more energy more motivation uh, more excitement and more laughter and more smiles I think that uh, that makes sense to me that's been my experience and I hope it might be for you so you know, while I, my intention is to remind everyone that spring is here and don't, uh, don't lose sight of that, savor it, um, that perhaps a book that might nurture one 
in terms of when the, the springtime will arrival internally uh, that parallels what's happening outside that you might be able to uh, pick up a, a copy of Walden and you might just find yourself transformed by it. It's, uh, it's a wonderful read. Uh, so there are, you know, when we think about the information that we share or collect or gather, we hear about sound bites. We hear about text bites in terms of the things we might text or in terms of the uh, little videos that are being shared on these different social media platforms. I'm going to be, you know, straightforward and honest that Walden, uh, it's no text bite. Um, it's no sound bite. It's a, uh, it's, it's, a, it's a big, hard chew and swallow um, in terms of uh, the listening to it either on uh, LibriVox by a volunteer reader or picking it up and reading it yourself. It's, it's a challenge. It requires effort. Uh, it, it gives us uh, a sense of how capable we are of holding something in our mind's eye for a while. Uh, you know, how, how we're doing in terms of our ability to give attention to something. It, it's, a, it's a monster in that sense, um, but uh, a friendly one at that. And uh, there's a lot of benefit, I think, that we might uh, experience simply by picking up something that challenges us a little bit, gives us that, that mental workout. And it's so rich in terms of um, questions that help us reflect about who we are. Uh, it provides these incredible descriptions of nature that are calming, encouraging, it just, in so many ways, I think that I've, I've grown because of it, and, and I think that others might benefit uh, from that as well. So, the third thing I wanted to identify um, would be that, you know, there is this new thing, uh, ChatGPT. I've collected some information from it. And I think it's important to source uh, the information. But I, I asked a number of questions. And uh, I guess I, when I heard about ChatGPT, this language program, that it, it gives responses that are very human-like, uh, it made me nervous. It, it made me apprehensive. That my initial thought was, you know, I'm never going to engage with that. And then, you know, I'm curious and I have, uh, I have children and I want to prepare them for the 21st century. So sometimes you think, you know, there might be some advantage to taking a peek at something because uh, the goal that I have is to help prepare my, um, my children uh, for the 21st century so that they're able to navigate the challenges of a constantly changing world. And it seems like AI and AI programs uh, would be a part of that. So I thought I would ask um, a question to uh, ChatGPT, knowing that when I shared with uh, one um, uh, valued and treasured soul that I was kind of looking at and exploring um, what this thing ChatGPT was, uh, the, the one response is you're feeding the beast. 
And there's a part of me that I think I understand what that means. Um, and then I had a, another um, person valued and treasured as well, sharing like, I mean, it's inevitable. You won't be able to stop um, the march of technology. And we're going to have to figure out ways to um, make it work for us. Um, because there's no stopping it. And I, I find myself kind of, kind of torn, not knowing which way to lean. Um, and I think after uh, experimenting with it a little bit, uh, I, I definitely want to take a step back from it. But I, I asked a question. Um, and the question was, and so in terms of me uh, sourcing, uh, you know, uh, uh, information in terms of where I got it, uh, I'm going to be reading uh, a response directly from uh, uh, ChatGPT. So it, you know, it's OpenAI. Uh, it's a response generated by ChatGPT, a chat log, and it was accessed on uh, March 23rd, 2023. And the question I asked was, what will be the impact on individuals' ability, on an individual's ability to think for oneself and creativity if the person relies on using AI platforms like ChatGPT? And this is the response. The impact of individuals' ability to think for themselves and creativity if people rely solely on AI platforms like ChatGPT can both be positive and negative. On the positive side, AI platforms like ChatGPT can provide quick access to vast amounts of information and ideas. This can help individuals expand their knowledge and understanding of different topics and can potentially lead to more creative and innovative thinking. Additionally, AI platforms can provide new perspectives and insights that individuals may not have considered before, which can further enhance creativity. However, notice how I kind of, <laughs> I'm, I'm reading the text and then all of a sudden there is a moment of uh, emphasis. Uh, I guess that might be uh, revealing my bias. However, relying solely on AI platforms can also have negative impacts on individuals' ability to think for themselves and be creative. If individuals become too reliant on AI platforms for ideas and information, they may become less able to think critically and independently. Additionally, using AI platforms may lead to a lack of originality in thinking and creativity as individuals may simply rely on what the AI suggests rather than exploring their own unique ideas and perspectives. Wow. Yeah, I so you know, I just I just offer that thought as a caution and it's it's a it's not even my thought. Uh, it's a response to a question that I have, but the question that I ask is what's very revealing about the moment at hand in terms of this uh, pursuit by you know, I, my understanding is ChatGPT is a startup initiative that's been supported by um, uh, Elon, Elon Musk, Microsoft, and I think, I think um, uh, the, uh, the director 
or, or founder of uh, LinkedIn. But you, you need to fact check that, um, right? I always like to say I, I do not have a monopoly on the truth. Uh, this is just a, the starting point. If anything else, uh, you know, my discussions, unscripted, kind of blithering, moving here and there discussions are just a starting point. And in terms of this uh, starting point, uh, I'm, I'm hoping that maybe you might think about getting outside today. You might have a, a moment where you just sit with the springtime moment that's before you and notice. Notice what's happening outside. And notice what's happening inside in terms of this, the uh, internal spring that uh, is parale paralleling this outside spring moment. Maybe you write a poem. Maybe you just get uh, an opportunity for a self-care moment away from the busyness of life. Uh, maybe you decide to make some time to go down to the library and pick up a copy of Walden and just do what you can to be in the moment. I'm hoping that you enjoyed some of the thoughts that have been shared. Peace, take care, be well and share.